We are here at Cats Coverage Headquarters to do our first ever podcast or our basketball podcast of um, Cats Courtside with uh, my good friend Michael Epps. Um, if you want to get to know him, he's got a lot to say about himself. Yeah, sir. Uh, working at Fox 56. Been here for a couple of years. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Covering this team is fun. Um, obviously, this fan base, it's got a lot of good, passionate fans. They uh, they get heated about Mr. Cal Perry and the boys, so uh, it's a lot of fun. But this year's team, man, I'm excited to talk about them. They got a lot of talent, really some growing pains, I think. So the fans, that I know you guys want another banner, you want number nine, but you're going to have to be patient with this year's group. Uh, tell people that don't really know you yet with our little audience, um, I'm sure they see you with Fox 56, but some people with us may not know who you are. Tell them about um, how you got into your job with Fox 56, uh, your, your fandom, if you are like a, a true UK fan, or do you, is it just more of a job for you? What's your thoughts with how you got connected to Kentucky? Yeah, so uh, I actually went to Michigan State, so I'm a Spartan through and through. Uh, so I know in the Champions Classic last year that that was a little su- touchy subject. It was cool for me, obviously, covering Izzo when I was in school. Um, that's kind of where my, my loyalty lies. But I like the Cats. I went down to uh, Johnson City, Tennessee for a couple of years to get in the TV. Um, I covered Tennessee a little bit. So I know the orange and blue don't mix too well in this Not fan base either. And then got here a couple of years ago to be the uh, weekend sports anchor with Fox 56 and uh, then just took the sports director job. So I'm sticking around here for a couple more years. Uh, you know, I love this place, love Lexington, and I like the Cats, man. They're they they got good teams, great coaches. Um, you know, Nick Mingione, awesome. Um, you know, a lot of good coaches, a lot of good people to cover here. Perfect. And you all pretty much know about me. I'm just uh, the founder of CatsCoverage.com. I've got a lot of people that help me. It ain't just me by any means. I've got a lot of good surrounding cats that help do the whole operation of it. Um, so I can't not even close to take credit for the whole thing. It's not a one-man show at all. But we uh, wanted to get things going because Big Blue Madness is this Friday. Um, Feels good. What's that, like four days away? Today's Monday that yeah. we're recording this. This may not be out by Monday. but So it's less than four days when you actually see this, and um, it kind of snuck up on me a little bit, to be honest with you. What about you? It did. They snuck in a little pro day for Wednesday. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. All 30 NBA teams, as usual, will come to town to check out this uh, this group of group of talent that Calipari has. This this group's going to be exciting. So Wednesday will be cool, and then Friday is obviously going to be a lot of fun. One thing I like about the pro day is um, I tell I tell people that it's more of a flex for Kentucky to be yeah, honest with is. you. I mean, it really is. I think I'm pretty sure Cal was at the forefront of this. If I'm not, I'm pretty positive on this. He was the one that started this. There's a lot of other college pro, uh, basketball teams that kind of do their own pro day now. But as far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure Cal is the one that started it. Uh, they don't get all NBA teams like Kentucky does. I mean, it, it is a flex for Cal. He's you know he's connected to every everything in basketball oh, yeah. at every level, and so it's kind of like I, I like it. It's like it, it gets the even the walk-ons, even the, the bottom of the totem pole in the Russia. They all get to go out there in front of NBA reps, yeah. and uh, I don't know. It seems like that's Cal's bread and butter, where he wants to just flex his program, flex his team, and that, that's where he um, I think like makes his money in those uh, environments. Oh, it is. It's a good flex because you got the cameras there. You know the broadcast. They're gonna be broadcasting it, and then you got your side documentary cameras, and these guys come here to be in a superstar atmosphere, which is what Calipari has brought to this program ever since he got here. And it's continued with the documentaries and going to Drake's mansion and all this kind of stuff, right? It's just like a constant party. So I think it's going to be fun. Big Big Blue Man is going to be a party too. And it's kind of like um, kind of that mix between Pro Day and Big Blue Madness. It's like both of them do have the open practice. I know the Big Blue Madness one is more fan-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, the one at Pro Day is more drills and measurements and things like that. But like when you think about it, it's like, 
Kentucky has two essentially practices that are televised. Um, what other school is doing that? Like these are practices. These aren't even games with wins or losses, to be honest with you. Not much, man. And of course, like they're always primary. Like if any other, really, probably if any other SEC school did this, it'd be on ESPN Plus, right? But I think they're throwing it on the SEC network. I might be wrong on that, so don't oh, quote yeah. me there. Right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I don't think any other school would really be going on, you know, TV like that just for a little little pro day but I think you know they're gonna like what they see too I mean these freshmen are legit we knew right away when those first mock drafts were coming out for 2024 there's a lot of talent um I did see in the press release today when they were talking about pro days that most years this is just SEC network only um they you know not the whole national coverage but I mean it is SEC network it gets plenty of coverage but they said this year the there's an ESPN show that's going on from like 6 to 7 30 right when we're having the thing yeah sports center yeah. yeah, sports center. Yeah, and they said they're going to do a couple of, what do they call them, like hits or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the TV world like you, but they, yeah. I think they said they're going to be popping in a couple of times with um, Seth Greenberg and someone yeah. else that aren't even there. Well, actually, no, I think they might be in. I'm not sure, but they're going to be popping in with some actual national coverage here and there. So, I mean, that can't hurt. Yeah, and you know, Cal's obviously got to get his airtime, right? He's going to be on some of those hits and okay. he'll be talking, you know, giving a good message to the fans. But yeah, he'll definitely, he, he likes the Sports Center time. He went, uh, what was that, a couple months ago? He was on Sports Center. And, oh uh, yeah, he, he finally got back on there in the off season. He, yeah. he's as he's got more into this job, he seems to like take less and less of those. And I yeah. think he had to finally get out and, and get his voice out there, out there after some frustrating consecutive postseason ends, and had to kind of put his foot down and, and maybe get fans hyped back up yeah. a little bit more. Hasn't made it out the first weekend. What was since what twenty nineteen? Right. Yeah, uh, well, I, what I like twenty twenty didn't count. Twenty one, they didn't make it. Twenty two was Oscars first, the yeah. first round loss, and then last year second round. One thing I like to say is that's um, crazy. It might, you know, it might be cast coverage. Um, since we started in twenty twenty, um, oh you know, no, buddy Jordan um, that does the more the football side. We've not seen any postseason success yeah. in basketball. That last win uh, against Providence this year was our first postseason win. Um, The SEC tournament's been awful in that run. Uh, For a while, I was like, man, if if we make it through last postseason without another one, I think it might be us. You know, we might have to quit the the basketball side and do football or or something because this is ridiculous. Uh, But thankfully, they got that win over Providence, and uh, that's not where we're used to. But we we finally got a win under our belt as you know the Cats coverage side. We've been paying attention to that, and so that was a little relief to be honest with you. I thought it might have been us for a second. Might be a little bit with Cal Perry too, but uh, I know you know these fans. They have their certain hot takes on on Cal, but. You know, he's here to stay, and uh, which is clearly good because they got a good team coming in. Um, to segue into Big Boy Madness, it's this Friday. Um, I selfishly can say there's nothing more that gets – well, I mean, there are. But, like, in terms of just a fan-centric thing, this is my 10-year-old kid inside of me coming out. You know, in yeah. the media world, we've got to keep it together, obviously. But, like, I cannot easily say on the inside I'm just, like, the 10-year-old kid that got into Kentucky basketball. That's where I started my being a fan that was basketball before football. Uh, Big Blue Madness will always be special to me. Um, I just love it. it you, you you get you excited for the season, all the lights and and they have the dunk contest and it's just you know we get to be up close on the court and uh, I don't know. For me, there's nothing better than Big Blue Madness outside of winning big time games. Yeah, of course, it's it's always fun. At uh, at Michigan State, it was Midnight Madness. Okay. So yeah, I feel the love that uh, you know there was a special moment. Izzo would always come out in a crazy way, like on a motorcycle or whatever. So they kind of do a similar thing, like Kyra. We were at uh, 
UK women's basketball media day today. Kyra said she's got a big, big thing planned for her entrance. Okay. And then, you know, obviously the players are going to go out and swag out. So it's a lot of fun. Um, but I think, you know, just for the fans to see these guys, even when they just start, you know, running and doing their little drills, I mean, you're going to notice the athleticism. You're really going to notice it on Wednesday on the broadcast. But seeing it in person, yeah. man, these guys are fast. They can run. You know, I, I, as a big, big Blue Mattis critic, someone that, you know, takes it all in and don't skip past it. Uh, it has gotten a little stale over the years. Mm-hmm. I definitely miss the Matthew Mitchell dances. Um, someone, you know, there was something last year. I, one of those people, I, what was it, Coach Elsie? Somebody came from the ceiling. That was yeah. pretty cool. Um, but other than that, it has gotten a little stale over the years. I'm still happy with it. But um, thinking back over the last few years, or maybe just as far back as you can remember with Big Blue Madness, what's been some of your favorite moments that you wish could be here again or what's your big memories of big Blue madness like that was pretty cool the dunk contest is sweet who didn't like kareem win it last year or something or he had like a yeah like smallest dude in the gym <laughs> basically goes out and wins the dunk contest which was pretty cool uh you know top and obviously had some some fun moments um i think i mean getting wagner in there is probably gonna be pretty cool it seems like Early on, he might be like one of those fan favorites that I think everybody's going to latch onto the familiar name, the number one, you know, overall recruit. So I think fans are going to love it seeing him. I hope he has like a good moment, and uh, you know, maybe Uganda will get a good like block or something, yeah. and and uh, you know, the fans will have their moments for sure. Um, I'm going to miss Damian Collins could put on some yeah. some bounces last year. He's with LSU this yeah. year. I'm going to miss the Jacob Jacob Toppins dunks. Yeah. Uh, but Kareem Watkins, uh, he's what five eight five nine. He's he's shorter than me. He's shorter than you too. And <laughs> that man can just jump through the roof. Yeah. It's kind of it doesn't make sense to me how he's able to do that. Um, he's always impressive itself just with the height difference. Um, one thing I would look forward to is wonder if Reed Shepard would have anything special. Yeah. Um, I wasn't alive around the Jeff Shepard era, but I've got some clips over the years. I know he can dunk pretty well. Yeah. Off of just not knowing, I don't know if there was any signature dunks that Jeff Shepard had that maybe he can recreate. I know, not to do the whole comparison, but when Tyler Hero was here, he did the Rex Chapman dunk, yeah. put on his jerseys. It was a really cool moment, yeah. at least I thought it was. I wonder if I don't know anything, but I wonder if Reese Shepard's got anything maybe in store for like a cool moment just to do that connection. That would be sweet. Do that, then they do a three-point contest? Right, yeah, or, you're right. Yeah, so Reed should probably win that. I mean, that dude can shoot yeah. the lights out. But he was fun at North Laurel. I covered some of his games in high school. Man, he can shoot. He can pass too. I think he's going to find a lot of time on the court this year just from his court vision and uh, setting things up with Wagner there in the backcourt. Yeah. Um, and Rob Dillingham too. I mean, they're kind of loaded back so there. So much talent. Yeah. Um, Reed Shepard. It was clear to segue into the Canada games that we had yeah. in Global Jam. He uh, he's gonna play obviously way more than fans expected him to do. Probably when he announced his commitment, probably all the way up till he got onto campus. Uh, what we saw from him in the Global Jam was just phenomenal. I mean, I think he was cementing himself as for those four games, the sixth, seventh guy. I mean, almost the first guy off the bench to run the offense. And I don't know what that will look like in terms of starting five. I don't think he's gonna start. I don't know if he'll be the first off the bench, but I think he'll for sure be in that top seven range to be first one off the bench. Um, he's going to play way more than fans expect. What do you think of his and just the whole team's performance up in Canada? Yeah, I was trying to find it. Which one? Because he was solid, I think, in all four games. It was the uh, the game against the Africa team where yeah. he went crazy. He had uh, 28 minutes, 
18 points. Uh, I think he hit some threes. Is that like, that's like the third or fourth game, I think. It was the third. Because the they, they, they scored like 100, 104. Put up some points. That's, yeah. That's, that's exciting. Our team's put up some points. We saw some of that last year of trying to hit that 80-point mark, and it didn't happen as much as Cal said he wanted to. If they showcase they can put up a lot of points, you know, there's all just, just a given excitement around a high-scoring offense. Um, and off, going off of Reed Shepard, uh, he, I think that that the game you're talking about, eight assists too. Eight assists. That's he, huge. Oh yeah, because he's going to be the one that's more distributed in the ball, and if he can find make himself valuable off of everything outside of just scoring the ball, I think he's going to be very impactful over this team. I think he cemented that that kind of status there in that game that you brought up. Yeah, and he's going to obviously he'll be obviously a fan favorite too. I mean, especially with the local connection, so it'll be a fun introduction for him uh, on Friday with Big Blue Madness, but. Um, I think pretty quickly they're going to, you know, I think they'll be able to figure it out pretty well how to handle the backcourt and handle those minutes. Cal's going to kind of ride the hot hand, right? Like yeah. he kind of always does. Uh, the the front court is where I see those questions. Obviously the injuries to Yagana and uh, to Aaron Bradshaw, I, I wonder, you know, how quickly it'll take them to get to 100%. Yeah. And, um and then you got Big Z who just just came in, just got admitted last week. So I I don't he's on the roster, so he should be there Friday, yeah, right? I feel like he will be. I don't I don't know anything about that, but I feel like he will be. That will be a good little boost to be like that's your first time seeing him. He's here. We've known yeah. about him for a while, but there's a lot of unknown. There's everything's unknown about him. Yeah. But I think the point you just said about um, Aaron Bradshaw, Uganda, and Yenzo, um, and Big Z. Uh, I, I don't want to try to pronounce his name at this moment, but Zvonimir Ivicic. Yeah, I think. There you go. I would have messed that up. Zvonimir. Um, I think you can just yeah. already. Assume we're going to see very limited things from them at Big Blue Madness. If if not completely limited, they may not do anything. I think yeah. if there are any of those three, if they are, it would be Aaron Bradshaw. I've seen these clips they put out of him being at practice in, yeah. uh, but I don't know how easy he's going on that. So we could probably expect them three yeah, not he, to be there. Yeah, it seemed like he ditched the boot. Right, He was wearing the boot when they did yeah. that, uh, that father-son basketball camp over the summer. It was her cover. That was pretty cool. Uh, but he seems like he'll be ready. I don't know if Cal's going to let him shoot. Obviously, the big thing is Cal doesn't let his big shoot. So, yeah. But I think the dude can shoot. I, don't, I mean, we'll see how he uses them. But there's a lot of talent that will you know, need to kind of gel pretty quick if they want to win that Champions Classic game. I think one thing we also assume as well is Antonio Reeves. Uh, that Ooh. man's going to be the captain, one of the captains yeah, at least. He's going to have sure. probably the most touches. And as we saw in the games up in Canada, he averaged over 20 a game, uh, the most on the team, the most points scored in the entire tournament of any team. So he clearly had the veteran presence, the hot hand. He's been there, done that plenty of times. Uh, I think he's going to be that guy that uh, they look to in the hard times. He's going to get most of the shots. Uh, I'm excited to see, well, is this his fifth year or is this? It's I think his fifth, it's, yeah. maybe it it's his last six. year. Is it six? I can't remember. I know he came from maybe. Illinois State. I don't know if don't, he redshirted. He yeah. just took the COVID year, so I think five. Either way, he's got some miles on his shoes, yeah. um, experience, and uh, I'm excited what he's going to do this year. You know, he's going to put up all kinds of points. He's going to lead this team. Um, I think another guy that might be behind him is probably going to be DJ Wagner. Uh, I think he's going to get some points. Who do you have in that category, maybe second, three, and four, right behind Reeves if it's not him at first? Yeah, I mean, Reeves is going to play. I mean, he's got to play like 30 to 35 minutes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going it's, to it, – you just have to. It's crazy that if he didn't go one for 11 in that tournament game, he – you know, he might be in the NBA. I mean, he probably would He probably would have got picked up on a, on a G League deal, probably would have went. But, you know, that game, crazy because just two weeks earlier – 
he goes crazy, uh, you know, against Bam or against uh, Arkansas, right where he scored 37 or something. Yeah, Arkansas too. Yeah. Much. That environment was nuts. And then the game here against Auburn when they just obliterated Auburn. I can't remember uh, what he did in that game, but he's got talent and he's got to be consistent. You know, they need that consistent shooting on the outside. Um, I like Wagner. I think you're you're probably going to see those guys on the floor the most. And then uh, Rob, you know, I think, you know, Cal, there was a, a weird kind of buzz after, you know, Rob was at the Donda Academy, but then that fizzled with the whole Kanye stuff. And then, you know, he, he goes and, uh, and, you know, picks up another uh, team on the, uh, wasn't he on overtime? Yeah, elite, overtime right? Elite so, with that crew. right. And he, but then it was like, okay, he still hasn't like fully, you know, announced that he's, you know, excited to come here or anything. People were kind of reading into it. So now that he's here, I think, you know, Cal's gonna have to promise him some minutes too. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna have to play. I, it'll all work itself out. It just has to happen before SEC play. Um, speaking of Rob, there's so much of just there's people did just fine in Canada, but there's some players that just didn't. We, we haven't got to see the best of them yet because yeah. obviously it's early. So I think Rob was one of them. He had a couple of moments that were good, but I'm very confident Rob can be special here. Um, give, didn't do time. So I'm excited to see that. Um, one thing I did want to touch on is what we've been talking about this whole time, the excessive amount of talent. We got, again, you know... We haven't even said anything about Trey Mitchell yet. You know, and he's yeah. representing the team with Antonio at SEC uh, kickoff in Birmingham or, like, the, you know, basketball tip-off, yeah. you know, starting the season. He's, he's that guy. I mean, he proved himself to be extremely valuable playing a small ball five when the other bigs were hurt in Toronto. That dude's got talent. He's going to see 30 minutes game too. I can definitely say going into that, I mean, when you think about all of our big guys, if they were all healthy, I don't think Trey Mitchell, for me, would have been like, that's our, the, the guy. I don't think he would have been the, you know, I, I did not expect him to go up in Canada and put on the show that he did. So that's another boost of excitement. It's like we've got that compared with the five-star Aaron Bradshaw what Big Z can be. If Ugo gets healthy, I don't know. But it's like another of like, I just pictured Trey Mitchell being that second to third. Like, he's going to bring the veteran presence, the experience, but not like someone that can go out there and take over a game. And he did. That, I mean, yeah. it's very exciting to have him on our roster from West Virginia. And he has he brings that ability to just kind of get like a, a smooth double-double because like Oscar would obviously get the double-doubles. And I love Oscar. But there were times when it just felt like so forced to, you know, dump it down to him. And, you know, the offense was just so stagnant with him at times. You know, obviously he ate up boards, but I think the offense is going to flow pretty well with just having Trey, you know, in that dunker spot. You know, they say he can he can bounce out and shoot it. You know, we, we need to see that consistently, you know, first. But either way, he's going to run the floor and, you know, fill the lane in a way that I think will open things up for the shooters too. Yeah, and, and going off Trey Mitchell, he, he brings a – you know, who, who doesn't love Oscar? Oscar, even, even off love the court. Yeah, Such a good guy. One of the best people yeah. off the court, too. And uh, I think they just he brings a totally different ball game than Oscar. Oscar, we saw in that second year, he had his flaws. Um, he was still very perfect at the things he, were good, he was good at, but he had his flaws that kind of hurt the overall team. Um, I think Trey Mitchell is just a different type of player that might more benefit the team all around compared to what Oscar did. So best luck to him. But, you know, I'm excited to see a different kind of big guy down there to see what we can do with Trey Mitchell, Aaron Bradshaw, if he's healthy. Um, and then segueing off of the number one recruiting class, you know, we've got DJ Wagner, got Rob Dillingham. Uh, we've got... Yeah, Aaron Bradshaw. Who else am I forgetting? Justin Edwards. Justin Edwards. I think he was a Tennessee commit at one point. Was, was he? Pretty sure. If I'm if I'm not getting yeah. mixed up, I think he was committed to Tennessee. If he was, I know it came down to them too. And then mm-hmm. like 
I think it came down to him. I remember that. Yeah, it came down to his, like, he just picked Kentucky. It was kind of like a screw you, volunteers. Um, Yeah, and then Reed, obviously the fifth, four-star, the others. They got talent. Edwards, they they're saying he's he could get drafted before any of them. You know, yeah. he's he's going to be the first, as they're saying, the first guy to come off the board in in the NBA draft in twenty four. If he if he can shoot as well as he did at times in Toronto, mm-hmm. you know, in the corner, they they kind of you know last year's team kind of lacked that. They had it two years ago with um, uh, Kellen Grady to just yeah. kind of throw it in the corner, and he, there was a time when he was like the number one shooter three-point shooter in the SEC, felt like they lacked that at times last year. So they need that shooter to just, when plays break down, just throw it to him in the corner. And obviously Edwards is a lot more than just like a, a corner catch-and-shoot guy. He he has a lot more to his game. But I think that will open things up for those guards to be able to make plays off the dribble. And it seems like every offseason it's like we've got top three recruiting class. Many of years since Cal's been here, it's been number one, number two, number one. It's This isn't anything new for Kentucky fans, but – uh, this number one recruit class just seems it just feels a little different. I mean, at least on paper, at least off what we can go off of from the Canada trip, uh, it seems like this is truly a very talented number one recruit class. I mean, number one is number one, but we've had some number one, number two that haven't been as good as you know we thought they would be. Um, it seems like not to jinx it, but I think we have more excessive amounts of talent this year, more yeah. options, more um, backup that's going to be just pick up right off the bench. Um, going off that, do you? know of any weaknesses that we have so far like is there anything that sticks out to like uh we might want to just see what happens with that you know it, it may not be as good as i'm thinking yeah i think i, I just want to see who's like the who's the best guy in like pick and roll offense you know because you have these bigs you know you you have big z who like they say can shoot but like we haven't really seen it like he has to prove it everyone has to prove it Bradshaw is probably going to get the most minutes when he's healthy you kind of have to he's probably the most talented but i think Trey Mitchell's probably going to be right now maybe your best like role guy. Oh, I mean, yeah. and probably. you know, and you know, we know Cal loves his pick and roll, and it just did. You just didn't feel great about it with Oscar. You know, Oscar was a guy that you know Cal would talk about back in the day, like when pl- plays broke down or when they were having a bad game. You just throw it to Julius Randle, right? I mean, just throw it to him. He'll get you buckets. Like when you're stuck, like sometimes that's all you can resort to in the game, and that's what Oscar was. Like sometimes you just threw it down, and he had that, you know, what was that that crazy uh, rebounding game, the, the 27 Road rebound record? Was it 27 and like you know 30 something points? Not at 28. I, it might have been games. right, and then 30 something points. You know, those were those games were nice, but you, you need that consistent pick and roll threat where like you know we haven't seen a you know big that you can really like throw the throw the alley-oops too you know you need that lob threat because Wagner's so explosive he's going to be able to navigate that pick and roll really well so I think maybe Trey Mitchell or Bradshaw definitely want to see that in in half court offense because this team's going to run full court I mean these guys right they're just AAU boys like they're gonna like go out and run when they get those quick stops quick rebounds they're going to throw it out and run Half court offense has been pretty frustrating. The last two years I've been here in Lexington, like it just blows my mind that you know some of these games that rub that I'm covering. It, it's it's tough to watch. So if you have a consistent pick and roll game, then you can kick it out to Edwards in the corner. That's where where the offense I think could take you to you know Final Four level. I, I didn't realize that the last two basketball seasons, the ba- two basketball seasons is what you've gotten to take. Yeah, here. brutal. That's. Man, that's brutal. Uh, one yeah. of the guys that helps on our site, Matt Sack, he um, he was a student for four, obviously four years here. I think that was from twenty. Um, let's see, I think it was twenty eighteen to twenty twenty two. 
if not it's 2019 2023 um he went you know he, he he's told me before thinking you know he grew up Kentucky fan, all these NCAA tournament runs. He's like, I'm going to Kentucky. I'm going to get to be in all these big environments and follow that team where they go. And he uh, he, he got before his senior year, and he got to see one postseason win. Um, I, I feel for him. It's I tough. feel for you, y'all's uh, in person taking in of Kentucky basketball has been like bottom, the bottom of the barrel, like yeah. very you know embarrassing. And I, I hate that. The, I hope you all get something better than what you've seen. So yeah, far. I feel bad for anybody who was in school for 2020 to lose out on a year like that. Um, you know, I graduated in 19, but 2020 was my younger brother's freshman year in college, and he just kind of had that ripped away from him. So yeah. for him, I feel it, especially to have that you know weird 2020 to 2021 season where they just they couldn't even really figure it out. And uh, you know, they had a first-round pick. It was Isaiah Jackson, right? And then People forget about that. Um, and then they had B.J. Boston go in the second round. Outside of that, man, that team was, was tough to watch. And then, then you get a blessing with Oscar, Oscar coming in. And it, it, at least to have a fun regular season team that year with, you know, Kellen Grady and then Ty Ty before he got hurt, Savir. Um, you know, that team had talent. They just, you know, obviously, you know, St. Peter's. I hate to bring it up, but yeah, it was tough. So Cal obviously has to get out of the first weekend first and foremost, and then Most. you know even more get a Final Four at least. The point you said about Oscar, I, I think if we had now Tata was great, Helen Grady was great, a bunch of them had things they brought to the table, but if we didn't get such the hidden gem, the blessing, and Oscar Sheboy of just you know more of that's even off the court, just how positive he was through all the miserable times that he was here. I mean. If we hadn't got Oscar speaking of him himself, we this would have been a lot worse. You know, he he put the, he was a light in the room when there wasn't much light, even after we get blown out by a team. And uh, I'm just I'm selfishly uh, very grateful that we had Oscar here just because of the positivity he brought during the hard times. Yeah, the fans were too. I mean, in Tampa, I remember I was down in Tampa for the SEC tournament that year as junior, year. and like the night before a game. He's just like riding on a scooter, like outside uh, Amway Arena or whatever it was, and like just saying hi to fans and taking pictures with fans. I mean, he he was a legend, and you know if he could have won a Natty, then he probably would have got a statue out here or something. But he got know. every award but that. Right. You know, I mean, he, right. Uh, there's that video that went around. He's walking through the practice facility with his little cart stroller looking thing and he's got oh my god 20 trophies on yeah. there just stacked up it's like yeah. such a he wasn't flexing it i think he was moving dorm rooms or something but that was such a flex i'd be rolling through that campus it like, was hey, a flex y'all, y'all see this <laughs> i would yeah. but you know he's much more humble than i am right. <laughs> and he didn't even have to bring any of that you just look at him he's so recognizable yeah. you know and uh his big smile obviously you could see from a mile away but at the end of the day man they didn't get it done i think this team uh you know has an optimism about it that I think it can it it should probably automatically be a sweet 16 team you would think I mean we'll wait to see how they you know look once they get out on the floor and as I said at the beginning like you can't get too worked up if there are some of these non-conference losses because you got Kansas that's gonna be tough I mean Hunter Dickinson right yeah. he, he he might get buckets on you there in Chicago, the guy that you wanted, uh, you know, he might go out there and beat you guys. And then uh, you got Gonzaga, right? You got uh, North Carolina uh, down in Atlanta for the CBS Sports Classic, yeah. right? And then uh, Gonzaga. And there's one more. There's one more tough non-conference game that yeah, I'm forgetting. We got Miami. I know we got Miami. Miami. They yeah. Were in the Final Four last year. Yeah, I think that might be it. So the, you know, it's going to take some time. And Cal said it last year, right? Like 
don't, you know, he put out the video on Twitter, like, give us some time, be patient with us. And then it resulted in nothing. But that was a team full of, like, upperclassmen that you expect to be able to, you know, adjust and make things happen, and they just didn't do it. With these young guys, I think not only are they young, they'll be more willing to learn, but I think, you know, they're going to click pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, by the SEC schedule, we should see them go off. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I was pretty blown away of how, how easily they connected up in Canada. I mean, yeah. they, from the, it looked like they'd been practicing together, together for a whole year. I mean, they just jumped right into it and was from the jump, like, was pretty smooth, pretty quick. They all connected. They looked like they had a great off-the-court uh, chemistry, you know, with the Drake's mansion going there. Um, just all the, the, the team buying things they have. I always had that pool party at Cal's. Uh, yeah. so that's, a, that's one thing I'm really not worried about this year. I think their connection and their chemistry is already here, like this early. And that, that kind of speaks volumes to see what's going on in practices. Yeah, they should. Uh, I, I guess it would just be a Louisville game. That's, that's obviously the other huge non-conference, which doesn't look super tough. But, yeah. Yeah, Kenny Payne's squad is struggling. But. So, um, but I guess the last part I wanted to hit on is maybe we can kind of get that way too early start in five. Um, I know we've got a lot of more basketball to see, but just going as of today, you know, we've not seen Pro Day. We've not seen Big Blue Madness. Not that those really show anything in terms of starting five, but uh, kind of the way too early starting five prediction. You want me to go first? or you got? Go, hey, this is, this is you. Go ahead. This is just off the top of my head. I've not given this a whole lot of thought, but I think we'd probably go with DJ Wagner. Probably going to have Justin Edwards in there. I'm going to go with Trey Mitchell for now, assuming Aaron Bradshaw is not ready to go for game one, just with, assuming that's the case. Um, who are my next fourth and fifth guys? Uh, I'm going to have you – know, I'm kind of torn. I, I would like to early on to these non-conference and these small opponents. I selfishly would like to see Reed Shepard in there, but I, do I think that's going to happen? No. I think he's going to be off the bench and be that spark. Uh, I think you maybe throw Dillingham in there, see how he does. You know, I know he maybe can get crazy sometimes if he does pull him quickly, but I think his boost with energy, uh, maybe throw them in the starting lineup. And in terms of my last guy for the starting lineup, um, probably going to have to go with, I don't know. Um, it's got to be Reeves. Oh, duh. Yeah, Reeves. <laughs> Antonio Reeves. I knew yeah. I was forgetting somebody pretty yeah. He would be my lock to be the starter, the first starter that's guaranteed. Yes, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I went a little blank there. Antonio Reeves would be my first pick as a starter. So that's probably my five is going to be Reeves, Edwards, Wagner, um, selfishly Shepard, but I don't expect that to happen, and uh, Trey Mitchell. Yeah, I think it would be kind of fun to, you know, it would never start a game, but having some minutes with the five freshmen I think would be pretty fun. Yeah. You know, once you get, you know, DJ Rob, Reed, Edwards, and Bradshaw. But it, it seems like, for now, you got to have the the two older guys. So you you got to go DJ and Antonio Reeves, and then um, you know I, that that number three I think could be interesting. But then you'll have you know Trey Mitchell and 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 Justin Edwards. So maybe Edwards at the three, Trey Mitchell at the four if they want to play big with yeah. uh, with Bradshaw at the five. Uh, I don't think Uganda's going to play you know start any games oh, at least without any injury. I, I would think Bradshaw would start, or they'll just start Trey at the five. I don't. I don't think they will. I think he's just kind of going to be more for. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just positionless basketball at this point. You know, you just got to let those guys let those guys just go out there and run. I think with this team, it can be positionless yeah. basketball. I think this is a good team to do it with. Uh, they bring just a different skill set than what we've seen over the last few years. A lot of people say this is Cal's, this is Cal's actual recruiting team that, you know, this is what he used to have back in the day. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Um, my last point I wanted us to touch on before we head out of here is um, – you kind of hit on it a minute ago. In terms of postseason expectations, you know, 
I think last year going into it, I was of the category. I'm like, this has got to be Final Four bus. And, I, you know, Final Four is extremely hard. That's not easy to do, clearly. Clearly. Um, I was a little lenient as it got closer to that time with Elite Eight or further. Um, but I just I felt like the season before, right after St. Peter's, I was like, next postseason has got to be got to be special and it wasn't another kind of disappointment even though we got that first win uh i think that gets a little bit harder this year you went last year should have been the postseason you've done something when you didn't i took for me my standards get a little bit harder for you i mean cal you're 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 getting you're going too long before kentucky fans are just gonna let you have it and like i said final four bus is very hard to ask someone to do i understand um but I think, you know, he's got to be a Final Four. Bust, well, how do you feel about that? Where do you think this team needs to end for you to be happy? I agree, man. Especially, you know, when you think about how much talent just came in. You know, the, the number one class. You know, he can maybe get another class. But this is, it's hard to beat a class like this. And then you still have, you know, who's going to be one of the best shooters, one of the best scorers in the SEC, and maybe even the nation, and Antonio Reeves. It's just you got to put up points. You got to go out there and you know be able to, you know, score sixty-five, seventy on anybody, and um, and maybe more. So I, I think Final Four bust is probably the expectation. I, I know fans are all all about banners here, right? They they want number nine. Got to put up a banner. Got to win a natty, which is fair, you know, for this team. I'm not mad to think that, you know, this needs to be a, a national title team because it really should when you look at it. I mean, other teams got talent with more experience, but this team, man, they, they probably, I mean, they're up there in top five in terms of just pure talent. And in March, you know, when, when you've had four months, under five months under your belt, you know, that prior year experience doesn't matter. These guys are going to be able to have said they can go through the battles. They went through the SEC and maybe won it. I don't think the SEC is going to be as tough as it was last year or even two years ago, but it's always still a tough conference. Got to be a Final Four, man. Let's get to Phoenix. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way with the conference being tough, I mean, who's got more talent than us? Either we're, we've got more talent than they do or we're right there in the same ballpark. So, like, in a way, there's no excuse for getting a hot SEC team or – um, you know, I know the SEC has gotten better and better over the years. We used to dominate this conference in the tournament. Now we've got some challengers, but like still, who who's out? Rec- we have number one recruiting class. Who's out recruiting us? There's no really excuse besides having an off night if a player goes down there and goes cold or something. But like to the point now, like I said, it's you've you've gotten your um, quote excuses now. Well, not really excuses, but more of like you've gotten your licks, you've gotten the losses, you've got all this stuff that's happened to you year after year. At some point, this is Kentucky basketball. I mean. This isn't where it should be at. I don't know. I mean, you can go off in all of the conspiracy theories and all of the hot takes of it. Does Cal not have it anymore? Is mm. this new landscaping? You know, should he have gotten out when all the other coaches did, like Coach K, uh, Roy? Roy, yeah. I don't think so. Um, I, I do think there's a lot that he's not caught up on in terms of just adjusting with the times. I think he's trying to coach the way he did back in 10 years ago. But do I still think he's got one more good run? I, I do. Maybe that's just me um, being a homer. Uh, but if not, then you know you need to, something's got to change. We can't. It cannot be the same way it's been these last three seasons or four seasons or so. And final, you know, Phoenix is looking about where it needs to be amid something crazy happened to this roster. Someone gets really injured. Let's hope nothing like that happens. Yeah, and you know the thought about him, you know, falling behind or you know he he doesn't have it anymore. You know, it's it's fair. I think he can eliminate that by just being more hands off and just let 
let those boys go. Let them run. You know, let them let them be a team. You know, forcing them into some you know ten years old half court set is just you know not going to work for these guys. They they just got to go out there run. They got to play their game. You got to let them. You got to trust them to make good decisions. You know, if they don't, then you know pull them, take them out of the game. You know, you got a a bench that is available for you 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 go eight deep so cal's always says in his post game pressers like if you don't do this like i'm gonna pull you like yeah you're not getting minutes anymore he he will be strict on that which he needs to to teach the young guys a lesson but at the end of the day they'll get there i think you guys probably had a better shot to go deep in the tournament two years ago when with the grady and and them if when and tie tie when they were healthy um last year i just didn't really see it for you guys um but at the end of the day, man, it's a new year. I think this is Cal's best shot. If he can't get it done with this year's team, I mean, it, he might as well just get off, run into the sunset now. He's got his lifetime deal, but um, you know, it's hard. It's gonna be hard to find a team better than this. This is his shot. I'm right there with you. This is his. This is his team. Like you know, if you pick the perfect Cal team, this recruitment class is his guys. Uh, so that's that's a very. I think it, it is all in this year. Now he he. It's not going to be pushed out of town. He's got the whole lifetime deal. But yeah. I think at that point, he should just, you know, if this doesn't do this this year and right off in the sunset, maybe have a good self-reflection and maybe decide something. Whatever that may be, I, I don't want to get into that because I just, you know, I, I wish the my perfect world Cal is going to be dominant here. He could be here forever. I, I never, you know, I'm scared to see what comes next. But you know. And the grass I know is greener on the other side, right? I mean, people wanted Cal fired, you know, after you lost to St. Peter's. And they wanted him fired after you lost you know, in March in the second round, it's like, okay, you want to fire him, and then he takes his number one recruiting class with him? It's like, oh, you guys want that? All right, have fun with that. So, I mean, I don't know who you want. You can't bring Patino back. You can't, you know, you can't get any, I mean, life is good with Cal. Just leave it there. But um, it's going to be fun, man. Big Blue Madness Friday. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. So, uh, you know, and I guess we'll, uh, we'll be back next week to give you guys some of your thoughts and uh, I guess just keep this thing rolling. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's already here. I'm not jumping off football. I'm very much in there. But I'm, as a home round, I'm ready for this basketball season, hopefully for a rejuvenated year. Let's find some success. Let's get back to Kentucky basketball. Uh, thank you all for watching. We'll be here. Um, as in terms of what our schedule is, we're trying to figure that out, uh, what we're going to do consistently. But we're going to have a lot of basketball content for you all. So thanks for watching. Please keep up with us. Please share our stuff. Um, please go check out all uh, Michael's stuff at Fox 56. I mean, he is all over the TV, and uh, he's covering more things than just Kentucky basketball. So take care of him, too, and uh, keep up with him. And, uh, Michael, I appreciate you being on here, man. You too, brother, man. I'm excited. Uh, you know, Michael Epps TV on Twitter. You know, I try to just, you know, keep you guys updated with high school stuff. We have a lot of fun in this area, too. But, uh, yeah, Cats courtside. It's going to be fun. Pretty good. Oh, I guess we're out. Thank you all.